Welcome to the podcast where Beast Mode meets Manifesting Goddess. We are here to chase our dreams while in a magnetic, high vibrational state. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, and I am so excited to help you slay and thrive. Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Slay and Thrive podcast. We are back with an episode about nutrition today. This is probably not something I will do very often, even though it's where a great deal of my background as a coach actually comes from. Along with being certified as a personal trainer, I really specialized in nutrition at my last job. If clients had a lot of nutrition questions or needed specific guidance in this area, they were usually sent to me for coaching sessions, even if another coach was responsible for their workouts and their training program. So I've received certifications as both a mind-body eating coach, and I've also been more recently certified as a precision nutrition coach. And what I loved about, honestly, both of these certifications was that they combined the science of nutrition with a holistic, individualized approach, which is how I like to work with myself and uh, how I liked to work with clients in the past as well. In addition to having these certifications, I've also been a human guinea pig of nutrition myself. For most of my 20s, I thought the answer to my binge eating and weight struggles lay in the right eating strategy or the right nutrition plan. I feel like I tried all the things. I was actually vegetarian for about two years between 2013 and 2015, I believe. And I've also dabbled with other types of eating styles as well. But it didn't matter what I was eating. I was still binge eating on a pretty regular basis. I still didn't have the radiant health and energy that I was after. It's been through a lot of trial and error and a lot of experimenting that I found the one nutrition strategy that has been a game changer for me. And I believe it can also be a game changer for anyone else who gives it their full effort and attention which is why I decided to do an episode on nutrition and eating when there are already so many resources on this topic out there. And I honestly feel like there's too many resources and that can lead to this overwhelm. What really worked for me and what I also believe can work for anyone is being that scientist, being that detective, trying out how certain breakfasts, lunches and dinners and ways of eating make you feel and then continuing to do what works while optimizing along the way. Anyways, I'm going to take you through this one strategy that's changed everything, how it's evolved for me over the years, and the single question and coaching strategy I use on myself to this day that keeps me eating in a way that aligns with who I want to be and the goals I have for my health and fitness. You've probably heard this strategy talked about before, but I encourage you to stick with me. I didn't have a lot of buy-in regarding this strategy for a long time either, until I practiced it to the best of my abilities for an extended period of time. 
And when I say extended, this is something I started working on in earnest at the beginning of 2019. And I continue to fine tune and work on it to this day because I have a new opportunity to practice it with every single meal. So what is this thing? Mindful, slow, relaxed eating. This has been the one nutrition strategy more than any others that have helped me heal from binge eating. And in addition to that, it's just helped me create the best relationship with food, feel as energized and vibrant as possible. It's just done all the things. There's a lot of science behind why this is as effective as it is. And I'd initially read about the science, learned about the science in my eating psychology coaching certification way back in 2015. It all made so much sense, but I still thought I was different. I thought I was this special unicorn where normal rules didn't apply. (laughs) I didn't think it mattered if I watched my favorite shows while eating as long as I was eating healthy food. And I did eat healthy food a great deal of the time. But I also often felt very unsatisfied, I felt hungry very often, and I was also overeating and binge eating on a lot of unhealthy foods a great deal of the time. And then I also realized that I basically did all of my overeating and binge eating while sitting in front of the TV watching a show. It was almost never, if ever, at my kitchen table, paying attention, without distractions. And I try not to talk in absolutes, so where I'm using words like never or always very often, but I really can't think of a time where I've actually sat down at my kitchen table to eat an entire bag of chips or a giant box of cookies. These patterns always happened while distracted and doing something else. So I decided to give the mindful eating thing a fair chance because all the science made complete sense. And just to give a few reasons why this matters so much and why it can be so impactful from this mind-body eating perspective, there's a few reasons. One is that we don't just eat with our bodies. We actually do a lot of eating with our brain. They even have a fancy name for it, the cephalic phase of digestion. I actually had to Google how to pronounce that. (laughs) Um, So fancy word for sure. And that phase of digestion is the digesting we do with our brains. It's seeing, smelling, noticing, acknowledging the food we're eating with our conscious mind. This actually accounts for 30% of digestion. So if we're doing most of our eating while distracted, it makes sense that we would end up eating at least 30% more, or even more than that. The other big part of this for me, and what I've seen with a lot of the clients I've worked with, is that by doing this over and over again, I'd created this habit loop. This habit loop where by sitting in front of the TV, with my binge foods over and over again, I'd come to associate watching television and sitting on that couch with binge eating. Sitting down to watch TV by myself at night was the trigger and eating all the things while watching TV was the habit. 
if this was part of the problem, what I did was I created multiple strategies for building different habits and patterns. I tackled this from multiple areas. The first thing was that I drastically reduced the amount of television I watched by myself. And I talked about this a little bit a few episodes ago where I mentioned canceling my Netflix altogether. And then I decided that if I did watch a movie or something at night, I was going to do something else to keep my hands busy. And I have this little game on my phone called Lily's Garden. I think it's similar to Candy Crush. It's just sort of mindless, like Tetris. But I'll do that while watching a show because it's creating a different connection and a different pattern. And finally, I made building the habit of mindful eating my very top priority. I realized that I had gotten very consistent with most of my keystone habits by the end of 2020, but mindful eating was one where I still felt like I was only up to 75 or 80% consistent. And I say I felt like that, but I knew it because I actually tracked this in my planner. And what I did was I just trusted that my other habits were strong enough now and would take care of themselves. And I put way more focus into building and strengthening this one habit. One of the ways I did this was I actually went through Jen Sincero's 21 day habit building challenge in her book, Badass Habits. And I used mindful eating as the key habit really great actionable book if you are trying to build different habits into your life. She has this 21 day system where you do something that just ingrains a habit a little bit more deeply for you. So another great book recommendation for you there. And I just decided that I am someone who sits at my kitchen table without distractions to eat her food. This still isn't perfect, and it's never going to be because perfection is not the goal. Sometimes I will catch myself on my phone scrolling through social media while eating, and then I catch myself, shake my head, and put my phone somewhere else. But I have now reached the point where my default has become sitting at the table. It's rare when I eat on the couch now, which is very different than where I was two or three years ago where I had to like use what felt like this immense amount of effort and willpower just to sit at my table instead of my couch. And that's the power of putting in those repetitions over and over again. And then if I do have a meal here or there where I'm on the couch, there isn't any drama about it. I just notice that happened and commit to eating the next meal at the table. So I go back to that default way of being again. And now For the one question I use regularly that has kept me more consistent than ever with my eating habits. Say I want to eat something that is a bit more indulgent and not as in alignment with my health goals, whatever it might be. Maybe it's crazy bread, which was historically one of my weaknesses and they are terrible for doing their stupid two by what two for six. And you feel like you just need to you know, get a good deal. So you buy the two bags and eat both of them. At least that was a past pattern I had. Maybe it's Reese peanut butter cups, whatever it might be. When these cravings or urges come up, the first thing I do is take away the idea of it being forbidden. I don't tell myself that I can't have the thing. 
that actually makes cravings or urges even worse. Instead, I give myself permission. And this takes so much of the pressure off in an instant. When we do this, we're reminded of our own power. We can choose to have anything we want. When we say we can't have something, we're oppressing ourselves. And no one likes to be oppressed. By reminding ourselves that we can actually choose to eat the food if we want it, we're also reminding ourselves that we are not helpless victims of our desire to eat the delicious food of the moment. That's step one. It's not giving this food this forbidden fruit sort of feel. I can choose to eat whatever it is I'm craving. And then this is how I coach myself. I say to myself, okay, if you want this thing so badly, you can have it. But you are going to eat a moderate amount of this one single thing at your kitchen table, slowly, mindfully, gratefully, without distractions. Do you still want it? Nine times out of 10, the answer is no. When this is happening, usually I don't want to eat the one thing at my table without distractions. I want to eat multiple things in front of a random movie completely checked out. And that's become a red flag that I need something else. I might have an emotion I need to coach myself through. I might need to rest. I might need to simply go to bed for the night because I am tired. When I realize this, I can choose to take care of these needs in more aligned, healthy ways. Then on the off chance, I really do want that one food, whatever it is, and I'm willing to eat it at my table mindfully. I usually don't have it that same night as a knee jerk reaction. I tell myself that if I still want it in a couple days, I'll choose to have it. I'll plan for it. Sometimes I still want it a few days later, but most often I don't. Either way, I have approached the situation in a way that creates a sense of freedom, peace, and empowerment around my food choices. And after a lifetime of feeling like a prisoner of my eating habits, there is no other nutritional strategy that has better served me. Start to look at this in your own life. How do you normally eat your food? Is it often with a bunch of distractions? Is it shoveling into shoveling food into your body quickly between appointments? Eating while driving? Eating in front of the television? Then see if you can start creating more mindfulness around your eating habits. I actually shared this with a client near the end of my time at my last job as a trainer, and she was blown away by how the simple shift of just sitting at the kitchen table to eat changed how she was eating. She was suddenly eating healthier foods on a more regular basis and eating less of them, and it just blew her mind. And she also mentioned that all of a sudden she didn't have the same interest or desire to eat that she had before as a result. And this makes so much sense to me. When we're eating with distractions or in front of the TV at the end of a hard day, it's often to escape, to numb out, to comfort ourselves, 
food becomes this security blanket and this emotional crutch. When we start changing this pattern and eat at the kitchen table, paying attention to what we're eating, while also finding these alternative ways to build security and comfort into our lives without food, then food just becomes this thing we eat when we're hungry. It loses its siren call over us because it's relegated to its neutral place of fueling our bodies. Then maybe you start to use this self-coaching strategy in your own life. The next time a craving hits, give yourself the permission, acknowledge your own power while creating the stipulation that you will only eat this thing at your kitchen table mindfully without distractions. Then see if you even want to eat the thing after you've set that condition in place. This has been such a game changer in my own life that I had to create an episode around it. If you've tried it out and found it helpful, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook to connect. And if you're getting tons of value from the show, I'd be honored and grateful if you left a review as well. Beyond that, have a great rest of your week and happy mindful eating.